0: I'm not a Trekkie, I'm a pine nut.
1: Hello, welcome back to Subtitles On or Off. I'm Bailey.
0: And I'm Jess. How you doing, Bailey?
1: You know what? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a good week so far. Um, okay, well, here's a couple things I need to talk to you about. Oh, my God, tell me. (laughs) So, something happened this week. So, our friend Fallon and I were going to the grocery store, and we were, like, driving, sitting in traffic, and the topic of Erwan Market came up.
0: Yeah, I'm aware. (laughs) Fallon told me.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, I know, because I saw your response to it. Okay, (laughs) and this is what I want to talk about, is how, like, I, I get it. Okay, so, to fill all the listeners in... Fallon mentioned Erewhon Market, and I said, what the hell is that? She was like, you're kidding. I was like, I literally sh- don't know what you're talking about. She was like, no, like you're actually joking. And I was like, I swear, <laughs> I am not joking right now. I have no idea what you're talking about. So she looked it up. She was like, it's the place with, like, Hailey Bieber smoothies. and like." Did she,
0: like, show you how it's spelled? Did that
1: ring any bells? Okay, so then she pulled up the Instagram. And okay. so when she pulled up the Instagram and showed me the smoothie with the sleeve on it that said, like, Erwan on it, I was like, oh, okay, I, okay I'm with you. I know okay, what that is. yes. But I was like, where are these? I've never seen one, like, on yeah. the street, okay? Maybe I don't live in the right neighborhood. Like, I don't know. And so when she pulled up the Instagram, I was like, yes, okay, this is the place people spend $11 on a coffee or a smoothie yeah. or whatever. Got it. Um, but so she posted this on her Instagram and so many people (laughs) had some responses to it. I'm sure. Including you.
0: Yeah. Well, because I was, I was dumbfounded. Like I was just as shocked as as Fallon and I did need the clarification of like, like she's never heard of it or she just doesn't know, she's seen the name and she doesn't know what it is. Right. And she was like, no, she's never heard of it. And I was like, you're absolutely joking.
1: Well, because in my defense, who spells it like that? Like... Okay, well, what a weird spelling. That's the
0: funny thing. Like everybody knows what Erewhon is because the rich and famous and whatever froofy LA people talk mm-hmm. about it and or at least where I had always seen it is in writing. Like I've seen it in memes about LA. I follow like Twitter pages about LA. Like it's a running joke that nobody knows how to pronounce it and it's also oh, a running okay. joke that it's stupid expensive. Yeah. And so I got to a point where I was like, somebody needs to tell me how to pronounce this. Is, this how,
1: it- is that how you pronounce it? Erwan? Yeah. Okay. Well, because so, so when, when, when Fallon was saying it to me, she was like, you've never heard of it. And I was like, I couldn't even tell you how to spell it. Like, I, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're saying That's the right joke. Now. Like, Yeah. But, and the helper, she was like, it's like the market and you that they made. It yeah. was like based off Erwan. I'm like, great. I know the market and you. Like, I didn't know it was like, I don't... I don't know. Yeah, I don't shop at Bougie Gro. She, oh, this is the other thing. She goes, "You should know you're bougie," and I said, <laughs> "I said not with my food. I'm not. I could care nah. less,
0: girl. I I spend so much money at Trader Joe's. Like it's not even funny, yeah. but." It's because I get a whole cart full of shit. I'm not getting three things at Air One.
1: For sure. I literally, I couldn't even tell you where one is. I want to go, though, as like a field trip. Like, we should we go. We should go
0: get one $11 coffee. And share And, sho- and walk around like we're expensive. We'll, we'll yes. put on our hottest activewear outfit. Yeah. Because you know that's all they wear.
1: Yeah. I'm going to put on my Lulus. Yeah. I'm going to be like, Hey. <laughs> Like, I'm going to wear my, like, Air Jordans that people know how much money they cost. You know, I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I splurged, okay. (laughs) Okay, and then here's the other thing that happened. So, this happened on my drive here. So, I was sitting in traffic,
0: and... (laughs) I love these, like, recent updates. (laughs)
1: And I was kind of, like, just sitting there and just looking around. I was taking in the drive because I took, like, back roads here. It was a a way I've never...
0: Yeah, you got to take the streets. That traffic is no joke.
1: And I want to know... Whose bright idea was it to build the SoFi Stadium in the same parking lot as the Forum? Yeah. W- imagine living in that neighborhood, like, literally right across the street from it. Yeah. Like, my living hell. Welcome I would to,
0: leave. Welcome to Inglewood, girl.
1: Uh, I mean, just
0: it... The Forum already had such bad parking. And, well, I will... In SoFi's defense, the one improvement that they made is they built parking structures. So okay. Forum is, like, the fattest, flattest parking lot you've ever seen. Yeah. But the SoFi built parking structures that I'm sure are, like, a million bucks to park in for four hours. For sure. But what I think is hilarious is that, like, even when we were trying to buy Taylor Swift tickets, it's listed as Inglewood, California, not Los Angeles. So, like, everybody who's trying to come to, like, L.A., let's go see a concert. It's like, honey, you're in Inglewood. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're going to Inglewood. Yeah. I know. I was also driving by, like, all, like, the... um hotels and stuff and I'm like I bet people who come into town book those hotels and it's like honey you don't want to walk anywhere The
0: funny part is that those hotels and there's a casino right there and it's called the Hollywood Park Casino and it is so far from Hollywood. Jessica
1: Clark, this is my other note on my drive here. (laughs) I am so glad you mentioned it because my other bone to pick with people in Los Angeles is why the hell are you naming things Hollywood so and so when you are (laughs) an hour from Hollywood? (laughs) You're an hour from Hollywood without traffic. I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. In what world does that make sense? It's the name. And then they're building something else. They're building a dome. Where? Down, like, a mile from SoFi. I don't know if it's going to be a sports venue or something, but it's, like, it's got stadium structure to it. I have no idea. And I saw... Look, look, next time you're there. I'm going to send you, like, a pen of the place. But... I was trying to look at the, the signage outside on the fence, and I'll, all I saw was the word dome. And so, like, they're hmm. building something. I don't know in what capacity. Like, what, what could it be? I don't Everyone know. Has I, haven't, a stadium.
0: I haven't been over there in a minute. Okay, I just looked it up. It's actually a new NBA basketball stadium for the Clippers. Please. Which I guess they didn't want to share anymore with the Lakers. I mean, so. it
1: checks out.
0: I mean, yeah, who does? Like, literally,
1: Inglewood is just turning into Sports Central. Like, everything I mean, is going to be there. I guess well, it has the most space for... It's just interesting
0: because, like, the Forum used to be the center for everything. Yeah. Um, Concerts, basketball games, hockey games, everything. And then everybody wanted to get fancy with Staples Center and all this. Um, and then everything's coming back to Inglewood. So, I think it's...
1: And there's, like, no concerts at the crypto center now which is it's got renamed
0: yeah Weird. that's true well the sofi is like bigger it goes like forum staples well crypto yeah it goes forum crypto sofi yeah as far as size um and of course sofi is like state-of-the-art i still haven't been inside i mean i don't know when i would but like i've been to staples i've been to the forum you know yeah.
1: good um okay also i watched a m- movie trailer today
0: a trailer coming out
1: soon. It's called 80 for Brady. Have you seen this at all? No. Okay. It's starring Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Sally Fields, Rita Moreno, Tom Brady, and Guy Fieri.
0: I'm sorry, what?
1: Look, it's a story of, I guess, it's based on a true story. And it's these four older women in their 80s obsessed with Tom Brady. <laughs> they watch all the Patriots games. It was back when he was on the Patriots. Stop. Watch all of the games. And they're sitting around and they're like, We should go to the Super Bowl. They're like, it's our like this could be our last year to go, you know, like we're dying essentially, and so they just like show up to the Super Bowl and go to like Will Call to try to buy tickets. (laughs) No. And so it's like their whole events like at the Super Bowl. Guy Fieri's there tailgating, like all this stuff. Oh my god! And it just is so great. But my favorite part of the trailer is at the end. They're like... You know when they list the actors at the end of a trailer? And so they're like, Academy Award winner, Jane Fonda. So they all have either Academy Awards or Academy nominees. Okay. And so they have all of that. And then it says, and seven times Super Bowl champion, Stop. Tom Brady.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: It's <laughs> the best. I highly recommend watching this trailer. It's that sounds fantastic.
0: So um, that's That reminds me of that movie that's coming out in the spring. Of course, I'm going to forget what it's called. Um... It has like LeBron James, Kevin Hart, Yes, and then the, in the like, trailer, party one yeah. yeah, and then the trailer there's like a bunch of cameos like Snoop's in it, Ice Cube, like all these people, and so that one looks like just so much fun. Yeah, I want to watch that a movie. Good time.
1: But yeah, that those are those are my little tidbits I want to talk about. Um, how I are you? That. How's your week? Are you watching anything?
0: I am okay. So listen, I will. Reluctantly admit that I watched a Christmas movie already.
1: Well, I mean, no shame in that.
0: No, but a little bit in the the one that I watched.
1: Oh, was it the Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> yeah, <movie>? it was. <laughs> okay, was well, it good? Because I want to watch it.
0: Okay, here's what I told other people. um They were like, "Was it good?" And I was like, "You know what? It was better than I expected it to be."
1: You're like, it was good for what it was.
0: It was good. It was. I wouldn't say it was good. I would say it was on par for a stupid Netflix Christmas movie. Okay, yeah. Honestly, well, okay. I would say it was good because it was better than a Christmas Prince. Yeah, or uh, Princess Switch. Princess Switch. Better than both of those. Yeah. Um, the acting by the main characters, Lindsay Lohan and Cord Overstreet, mm-hmm. they actually did pretty well. I like them a lot.
1: Look, I watched Lindsay Lohan did an interview on Jimmy Fallon recently, and she's oh, she she looks amazing. great. Yeah, she
0: looks great. Love her. Um, yeah, so I liked them. They had a couple side characters that were iffy, but it was cute. I mean, it got me in the Christmas spirit, it got me in the romance spirit. Um Yeah, it was sweet. It was cute.
1: Love. It's on my list. I will watch it this season. Yeah, I think sure. just watch
0: it just to see how Lindsay's doing. Yeah. Um, just
1: a little checkup on the low hand. Like I actually
0: liked her. Yeah. Um, and there was a little Mean Girls callback. I don't know if you saw that in the trailer.
1: Well, I saw that she sings uh, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Yeah,
0: she does. It was cute.
1: Um, Oh, no, Jingle Bell Rock. Which one does she sing? Jingle Bell Rock, right?
0: I don't know what it's called. I just know how it goes.
1: It's, it's jingle bell rock sure I'm pretty sure
0: i'll take your word for well, it Well, because she
1: talked about it on jimmy fallon because he was like you sing in this movie and she's like yeah i do he was like jingle bell rock it's like oh my god that's amazing. oh okay okay she has a whole like story about it as like she said it as a joke to the producers because they were trying to figure out what she should sing she said as she's like oh my god it'd be so funny if i did jingle bell rock did i say that, <laughs> that that's what you've been calling it <laughs> Me having like an aha moment and it's just what I've been saying.
0: (laughs) Your subconscious was like, you're wrong. No, we're right. Okay.
1: (laughs) It's like, yep, bitch, you said that already. Like, come on um but yeah anyway okay
0: love that you watched that yeah that was cute okay and then um we both watched the first episode of yellowstone which i think it was technically two Two. episodes yeah um but they put them together back to back for a two hour season opener like two
1: and a half hours i think it was so long because they're like an hour without commercials yeah it was long but boy it was good oh my
0: god it was so good um i am i'm still to this day surprised how much i I'm obsessed with this show like it's just so different it is Um, but it's fantastic but we won't give away any spoilers just because we know that not everybody's caught up we won't always be caught up um, based on when we record and also some people don't watch it week by week and they'll just watch it right like when the season's over so
1: and this is very much a show we don't want to spoil it's like
0: Ugh, every episode is just on the edge of my seat.
1: Uh, and it's so good, but we will do. I think we'll do a full episode on it when the season wraps. We
0: should like, when it's done. It's so good.
1: We might even have to do like a mid-season
0: thing, depending on how juicy it gets. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot to unpack. There's oh, multiple. Yeah. I really can't wait to see where this season goes, because um, there's there's a lot of changes going on, which is exciting. Yeah. Anyways, so no spoilers there, but it really got me in the mood. So I finally decided to watch 1883, which um, is the spinoff.
1: Oh, my God. Thank God.
0: I know you've been trying to get me to watch I this forever. I've been trying to
1: get you to watch this forever.
0: Well, I finally did. Okay. Love it. I, at first it was a slow start and I wasn't really sure that I liked it. It's different. It's very different. Yeah. It's very Yellowstone is like a fun modern western mm-hmm. with a lot of other shit going down. 1883 is like straight up western. Like oh, it's a, John yeah. Wayne, Silverado, like it's a western. Yeah. They're on the Oregon Trail for God Yeah, literally. Like. <laughs> but Tim McGraw and Faith Hill do a fantastic job. So good. Tim McGraw looks fantastic. Ah, always will. I know. Um Sam Elliott is one of a kind
1: oh that mustache
0: iconic
1: him in a cowboy hat like every day i know (laughs)
0: like he just has it down like i'm not i'm not even convinced that he's acting i'm just like that's sam Elliott. like that's just who he is and how he talks and like all that
1: did you watch the ranch on netflix with him and like ashton kutcher and stuff no he because he's like a cowboy in that too he owns a ranch and it was i felt like i was watching the same character like Uh, okay yeah very sam
0: Elliott. like that's just who he is like um, but so it's very Western. It's very different. Um, I don't dislike a Western. I am enjoying this. Um, like I don't dislike a Western. It's just not what I typically go for. Mm-hmm. But what I will say that I'm obsessed with in 1883 is Elsa's narration. Yes. The way I want to like, I want to meet whoever writes her narration and I want to kiss them on the forehead. Like I want to write like that. I want to my words to sound so beautiful and so poetic and paint a picture and inspire me and like the way that she looks at the world I want to look at the world that way and like it's amazing well
1: that's why it's so great that she's narrating it and it's like how they're writing it is how she feels as as who she is as a person and it's beautiful she looks at the world that beautifully like she is just so open-hearted and open minded and it's like it's incredible.
0: Yeah, I loved the passage about her mom when her and her mom are herding the cattle and she says, I've never looked at her as anything other than my mother who just like makes me be a lady and gives me all these rules to follow. And today I saw her as a woman. Yeah. That was I just got goosebumps. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's so good. Um I'm with you there on like I don't love a western necessarily, but I think what I loved about this is you know what it leads to. Like, you know yeah. this is the beginning of the Dutton family, and they're going to find the ranch that they're fighting so hard to keep. Like, it's this 100-year-old family heirloom, essentially. Yeah. And so I love that. And the whole time watching, I was like, okay, when are we going to get to Montana? I'm like, what well, you know.
0: 100%. I love that we know – As watchers of Yellowstone where it ends, but I also love that as watchers of 1883, we don't really know because they keep saying, like, where are we going? And he's like, I'll know when I get there. Yeah. And the whole group is going to Oregon, but we know that they settle in Montana. I can't wait to watch his interactions with the Native Americans and how he establishes his territory and how big the ranch is that they've been, you know, we know that they've been sort of protecting this land Mm -hmm. for a hundred years. So, um. Yeah, I'll keep watching. I'm only a few episodes in, but I'll, I'll finish it. And then are they renewed for season two?
1: No, it was just a limited series. Oh. Like, it's just you get this one story. Because we're getting 1923, I believe it's called. Oh, so that's what they're doing. The okay. other Duttons. So, like, we get kind of different time jumps. That's cool. And um, Harrison Ford is playing
0: Shut up.
1: one of the Duttons. It brings back so many memories of watching it and how much I love this show. And it's like... Hearing you talk about it, like you have no idea what's coming, and I love that. Oh
0: my god, I love it. Oh my it. god, what? He just, hold,
1: yeah, hold your horses, if you will. You know, it's, it's gonna be good.
0: Yikes, oof. It's, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll have up- more updates next week. I love it. Um, okay, should we get into today's episode? Yeah.
1: Are you excited? I
0: could not be more excited.
1: Are you kidding me? Okay, why don't you tell everyone what we're talking about today?
0: Okay, so I know that it was Bailey's birthday last week. And this is not my birthday episode.
1: But it's like an early Christmas gift. It
0: really is. Like, I'm extremely excited. (laughs) Um, So, Bailey finally agreed to watch Star Trek. Mm -hmm. And ever since our fight about Chris's and specifically Chris Pine, this has been an ongoing argument. And I didn't preface it, or I probably did. I probably prefaced it in a way of saying, like, oh, if you watch this movie, you'll hate him less. (laughs) Um, I'm sure that is not the result. (laughs) But I'm glad you watched it anyways. Yeah. And I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Just because I feel like, like, we've talked about how much you hate Chris Pine and that you've literally never watched any of his work. And... Chris Pine aside, like, I just think it's a good movie. And I think that you like Star Wars and you like all these other things. So, I just feel like you would like it.
1: I'm very much a sci-fi girly. Right. Love a sci-fi.
0: So, I was, like, disappointed that you discounted the whole franchise because of him.
1: I wouldn't say that's a stretch. I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. I don't hate him that much, you know? I just never... I mean, I didn't watch Star Wars till I was well into, like, my early 20s, really.
0: Yeah, that's true. So...
1: And I feel like Star Trek, which is something I want to talk about, is I feel like Star Trek is such a... It's a huge universe. It's a huge series. I mean, there's been multiple movies, multiple TV shows for the longest time ever. And I just think I personally can't take on the uh, responsibility of trying to watch and, like, be in this Star Trek universe. Yeah. Which brings me to my question... Is this the only Star Trek thing you've seen?
0: Okay, yes. So this is one of my disclaimers that I would like to raise at the top. But you're of- not
1: a Star Trek fan. You're a Chris Pine fan who That's- watched his Star Trek movie.
0: You took the words right out of my mouth because, <laughs> no, I never watched the original TV show. I didn't watch anything else. I'm not a Trekkie. I'm a pine nut. There oh. it is. <laughs> there it is. A
1: pine nut. I can't. That is the stupidest thing on the earth. Oh, Shut the fuck
0: up. But... My other disclaimer is that as excited as I may get, I am in no way claiming that this is a great film. I'm in no way claiming that this is
1: the best Star Trek film. No, nope.
0: right? I won't say any of those things. I'm just saying I personally enjoy it. Yeah. Like when I was rewatching it before, because I knew you were going to watch it for the first time. And I was like, I've seen it a million times, but let me just rewatch it. So I'm fresh. <laughs> so I'm ready. And How let me many tell times
1: you, have you watched this?
0: Enough times that I was quoting the whole fucking movie. Lies.
1: I'm lies not kidding. Minnelli. We should
0: have watched it together because I really did quote the whole movie. I'm and right, I, it's
1: your sweet home Alabama.
0: Well, no, I could argue there's movies that I know better. For sure. But, but I really was quoting the whole thing and I was kinda of surprised at myself that I really could finish all these lines. Yeah. It was kinda of fun. But what did you think?
1: Okay. Are you ready?
0: I don't know. I'm nervous.
1: I'm going to be real, Jessica. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yes, yeah, this is what I want to
1: hear. I did really enjoy it. Um, I thought... Okay, and I also want to preface this with clearly... I why well, I kind of already said I haven't seen any Star Trek anything. I obviously know it's very famous, so I know Captain Kirk. I yes. know Spock. Like, yes. I know those names. I don't know how they pertain to the story at all mm-hmm. or even what the story is. Like, literally at the beginning probably like halfway through, I was like, okay, what are we fighting? I'm like, I need clarification on like what are, or I'm like, what are they protecting? Less on what they were fighting. I figured that out obviously. But I was like, what is their job? Like they just protect planets essentially?
0: Um yeah, so like the Federation is sort of the Earth based group, but it has ally alliances with other planets. So that's why you see like alien looking creatures in the Federation school, Mm -hmm. on the ships, all of that. So there are, like, sort of like we saw in the movie with the Romulans and everything, there's people that are waging war in space, and the Federation is sort of an alliance to, like, protect the people and defend against that. And it's sort of like... Obviously, it's war, but it's also like really political.
1: Mm-hmm. It's very similar to the resistance in Star Wars. Yeah. Like the resistance is fighting the empire. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, okay. I, yes, I, I understand that. And I kind of was getting there, you know.
0: And like back the in the end. TV show, I'm sure you've heard of Klingons. So they were a group that, like, I don't know, you know, they would wage war all the time, and Klingons were like a big deal they weren't a main character in these movies um, because it was kind of been done. But yeah, so you kind of get the idea.
1: Yeah. Okay, and I will also say I did watch this movie with subtitles on... Because the um, person that I was watching it with, who was Fallon, um, <laughs> requested subtitles on. Of course. And I said no. And then I was trying to listen to um, the Russian kid talk. I wrote the name Oh his my God, Chekhov? Chekhov. <laughs> Le- okay, I love him, by the way. But I was listening to him talk, and I was like, okay, yeah, we can turn the subtitles on because I have no idea what he's saying. Um, but I did enjoy the movie. Um, but I will say, and this is not just to fit my persona of hating Chris Pine. I enjoyed the movie and it had nothing to do with Chris Pine. Fine. As like an actor or like really, I mean, no, I did, I grew to like his character.
0: Okay. But indifferent about the Chris Pine of it all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great movie! Like I was so into it. Like we were having a great time watching it. Like we were laughing. We were doing like commentary during it.
0: Okay, that's one of the things that I love about this movie is, and it's probably why I gravitate more towards it. Besides the Chris Pine, that which obviously I like, but probably why I gravitate gravitate more towards it than Star Wars is because it's funny. Yeah, I'm laughing my ass off. Scotty, I want to talk about Scotty in detail <laughs> later, but I'm glad you enjoyed it.
1: Yeah um i will say okay so right off the bat okay i was actually gonna say something else but this is the right off the bat for me None of chris hemsworth okay (laughs) okay
0: i want to know how mad you were because (laughs) well i
1: kind of saw it coming it was very predictable well
0: right but like when i was trying to convince you to watch it and i was like your favorite chris is in it
1: yeah you're like you know you said your favorite chris cameo is in it which i said he makes an appearance an appearance okay
0: which was true because uh-huh. I wasn't gonna mislead you and say Chris Hemsworth is, is in, in it, it. <laughs> yeah, because he's in it for five minutes,
1: yeah. But I did love—he looked great, by the way. But that scene—this was the, pre-Thor, by the way. Oh no, I know, yeah. yeah. This was pre—when this was like when Liam was the only Hemsworth brother known, which to is man. why his
0: role was so small. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but no, when the other captain goes over to like Nero's ship and he's like. You're the captain now, Kirk. And I was like, ooh, ooh,
0: okay.
1: Um, And then that's when I was like, oh, yeah, Captain Kirk. Like, I've heard that before many many times. Um, But, no, he was great. And then I knew, like, the baby. I was like, okay, this is Chris Pine. And we're going to do a little time jump situation. Great. Um, So, loved that. Um, I actually have a – okay, speaking of Captain Kirk, so I have heard about this. But I have a funny little story to tell you. Oh, okay. So – I worked as a prop assistant on this game show called Holy Moly. It was, like, a big, bigger scale um, mini golf. It was, like, an extra-large golf oh, course cute. thing. So, okay. they had – it was kind of, like, Wipeout meets Mini Golf. Fun. And, like, um, Steph Curry, like, produced it or whatever. Oh, okay. but So, I was just working on a couple of shoots of it as a prop assistant. And it was, like, middle of the nights because we filmed at night. And – I, as a prop assistant, like, we had to make the signs that the fans were holding, standing outside, like, next to the arena or whatever, and William Shatner was guest hosting or whatever, so he was there, and the prop person that I was working with, he was like, oh, make a Captain Kirk sign. I was like, okay, great, I'm gonna do that. So I wrote, like, Captain Kirk, we are not worthy. Okay. I spelt Captain wrong. Oh, no. Yep. You can look up the William Shatner episode of Holy Moly. It made it on camera. <laughs> I switched up the how did A, you spell? the A and the I. Oh, no. Look, in my defense, it was like four in the morning. Yeah. It was freezing cold in Santa Clarita. I was like <laughs> dying. It was windy, it was horrible, but I did spell Captain wrong, and it made it on national television, so.
0: And did you know why? Like, did you know that William Shatner was Captain Kirk? Yeah. That it was a big deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay.
1: No, I, I knew, well, okay, I probably didn't know when they were like, oh, William Shatner's here, my immediate thought wasn't, oh, he's Captain Kirk, but when they said, make a Captain Kirk thing, I said, oh, he's Captain Kirk. So, I Yeah, you I connected, connected the that, dots, yeah. And I knew Captain Kirk was from Star Trek, and it was a big deal, so it's like, I've always known these things.
0: yeah. There's like an ongoing argument that I can't get into because I haven't watched the show. It's like Kirk or Picard. And Picard Picard is, is. um, what is his name? Sir Ian, Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's actually who I recognize a little bit more.
1: Yeah. Well, he's an X-Men too. He's Professor X.
0: No, no, no. I know. But I mean, like if I think about the Star Trek show, I picture.
1: Oh, like William Shatner.
0: No, I picture Patrick Stewart. Oh, bald homie. Red sweater. Oh, he
1: was in the show? Like, a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Not... Look, the more you know.
0: Um, not me being, like, a full Trekkie right now. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, last night, like, I was watching it, and, Like, we were doing the Live Long and Prosper, like, hand thing. And I was like, oh, I'm a full-on Trekkie right now. I'm like, <laughs> this was good. Um,
0: Fun fact, while we're on the subject of who was in the show, um, the guy who plays the future version of Spock in this movie, he played Spock on the original show. <gasps>
1: love that yeah yeah all right this is a great segue into my favorite character in this movie <laughs> which is spock okay let's talk about it let's talk about it i loved spock okay i loved his directness i loved how dry he was i loved how he like maybe like borderline on the spectrum you know like just very yeah kind of just like tells it how it is and shows like no emotion my kind of guy okay well
0: that's like you see his upbringing and that's like all vulcans are like that
1: oh, it's so they're so mean to him
0: yeah <laughs> he's like he's like eight years old and he's like this is your 35th attempt to elicit an emotional response from me or, and i love when he's like i presume you've prepared new insults for today and they're just like affirmative like <laughs> let's get down to business okay
1: so good you know starting out with with spock it didn't lo- with spock i was confused i was like are you good? Are you bad? I was like trying to figure him out. I was like, I don't think I trust yeah. you. And it really came to head with um, the test, the test that Jim was doing the Kobayashi to be a captain, Maru. the one that yeah, the spot that Spock made, and it was like unwinnable. Like you can't pass the test. And then Spock got all bent out of shape that he like cheated, and I did like that. Chris Pine had this great comeback of like, is it really? It's like a cheat test, like right how can I cheat on something that you can't even win? Like, you cheated. And oh. I'm like, facts. And then Spock got real upset. And he basically said, well, you know what? Your dad's dead. And I said, ooh.
0: Yeah, he went right, right for the throat. I like, right for the jugular. I mean, damn. Yeah. He was like, you of all people. And he was like, I of all people. I mean, oh, yeah. It was, oh. Yeah. But he did have a point. You of all people should understand that captains cannot cheat death.
1: This is true. This is true. This is true. Um but so as i was watching it and i was like still on the fence about spock and then it got to a point when i was like i looked over at fallon and i was like look i ain't gonna lie spock's kind of hot yeah and she was like i was gonna say the same thing and then literally jessica at that moment the scene happened where zoe saldana's character went into the like elevator thing and then they kissed what a plot twist (laughs) (laughs) oh my god because this whole time I knew Zoe Saldana was in the movie. I knew Chris Pine was in the movie. You obviously assume the two hot lead act, like the actors, I wouldn't sure. say she's a lead, but an actors are going to get together. And he was, like, flirty and she was not having it. And I was like, okay, a time jump, whatever. They're going to get together eventually. No, no, no. She went for Spock and I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. So right as we were saying that, and then they started making out. And I was like...
0: <clears throat> Wait, you didn't pick up on it before? Not at all. When he was like... um. When they're getting ready to ship out, and she's like, why am I assigned to the USS Farragut? I deserve to be on the Enterprise. And he's like, it was an attempt to, sh- to not show favoritism. And she's like, no, I deserve to be on the Enterprise.
1: Oh, I didn't catch that. I do remember that scene, but I didn't catch it. Yeah. Really. I was too focused on what um, it McCoy was-, was doing with <laughs> Jim. And so it it was like quick. I do know exactly like what you're talking about.
0: Oh my god, that scene with when he's having the reactions to the vaccine, so funny. And then McCoy doing that. Yeah, he's like, stop it. And then (laughs) he he has like these giant hands, and McCoy's like trying to give like help him or whatever. And then, um, (laughs) Kirk is like Kirk like can't even talk anymore, and he's like, what is happening? And McCoy's like, you got numb tongue, numb (laughs) tongue, you got numb tongue. Um, introducing McCoy Um, I love this is so there's a character named McCoy and his nickname is Bones in the show as well so that was like an original that they carried over but I love the way that they did it when they're like they don't really say um, so like McCoy gets on the ship and he's like wife took the whole damn planet and the divorce all I got left is my bones Oh. and they don't ever say like Jim never says like all right I'm gonna call you Bones like homie what's up it's just like 20 minutes later in the show, he just starts calling him bones. Like, mm-hmm.
1: I did pick up on that scene like when he was like freaking out that he was going to throw up and he needed to be by a window and then he sat next to Jim and then he like introduced himself and I was like, oh, I bet this is like a big deal character from yeah. the original like you because the way they focused on that moment and kind of gave him his space to say who he was. I was like, I bet that's someone that I should know who it is and I don't. Yeah, Um. But what? that's cool. that His name was like Bones and then yeah and then that's Yeah, he said him, like
0: yeah. all I got left is my bones. And then he yeah, he was all scared of flying and he was like I might throw up on you. And then later when Jim is all like fucked up from the b- vaccine, he's like up. I might throw up on you.
1: <laughs> I did. I like that. <laughs> um so another character that I loved is um that I grew to love is Sulu, which Oh yeah. at the time I was calling the fencing guy because I couldn't remember his name.
0: Dude, the way <laughs>
1: What kind of, what kind of hand-to-hand, hand-to-hand combat training do you have? <laughs> Fencing. God. Okay, when he said that, I was like, oh, you're screwed. And then he pulled out his sword, and I said, oh, he can fence. And I was like, I'm with you now.
0: Absolutely. But
1: that's when I, after that fight scene, when they were trying to destroy or, like, kind of fix the communication block with the, like, black hole drill situation thing they had, um that's when i started liking sulu because before i was like you're an arrogant cocky little like what are you doing flying yeah. this ship we don't Is know what you're the doing
0: parking brake on <laughs> so good
1: so good and then obviously i said i love check off i loved when they couldn't lock in the location of kirk and like sulu I could, I could do that i could do that i could do that and he was running he was like give me the give me the manual I then he started doing it. And then I was like, Oh, this kid plays video games. Like you can <laughs> lock it in. Like he knows what he's doing.
0: Well, I love in the very beginning when um he's like telling them about the strategy or something about the ship or whatever. And they're like, How old are you, kid? He's like, Seventeen, sir. <laughs> oh good, he's seventeen. <laughs> uh, so He's so cute. Good.
1: Um, also, real quick, um, Winona Ryder, are you kidding me? Yeah. There you are kidding. so many people in this. Also, Tyler Perry. Tyler Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what? I forgot about him. The, those were two actors I did not expect to see in this. Speaking of Winona Ryder, that was really sad that Spock lost his mom.
0: Yeah. That was rough. That was a really hard scene to watch, especially watching Chekhov, like, try to save her. And Chekhov was like, I couldn't And care. then the way that, like, yeah. Spock beamed down and... By the way, one of my favorite things about the Star Trek universe is the beaming.
1: Yeah, it's pretty dope.
0: Pretty dope. Um Spock like beams down to the surface to try to save them and like uh and then when his mom just falls off and it's just it's so hard to watch and then it's so hard cuz you see him break but then when um, Ahura's in the elevator with him, and she's like, what do you need? And he's like, I need for everyone to continue performing admirably. I was like, fuck, that's the Vulcan side. Just, like, shut shit down.
1: Yeah, that... I mean, even before... He even went down to get his parents whenever he realized what they were doing. They were creating a black hole and just destroying the entire planet. And you could just see in his face. It's it's like, I don't think at that moment I realized that planet was his planet. Like, I didn't really clock that until he said my parents are there and and I need to tell them. Okay. And so in his face and when he went down, I was like, homie, you the captain? Like, you're gonna go risk yourself right now? And then that's when you could tell how much his family means to him, especially, like, his parents right and so that scene was really beautiful and then yeah when his mom didn't make it and that was super sad but spot you know he kept going he was the captain getting that shit together and then i obviously want to talk more about future Spock, like spock prime and like kirk when they're in that little tunnel thing but when kirk gets back after that and older spock like future spock tells him you need to get your shit back and you need to prove that he's emotionally compromised yeah because the captain cannot proceed. And he's like, well, how do I do that? And he's like, trust me, I just lost my entire planet and my mother. Like, my emotions are compromised. Whatever. Yeah. But that scene when Kirk went back and was just yelling at Spock and was just like, did you even love her? Like, all of that. And I was just like, it hurts so bad. It hurts I was so like, bad. oh so bad. And then Spock just beat right the now. shit out of him. And this is my other note is freaking Jim Kirk cannot fight worth shit. He needs to take fighting lessons because he gets his ass beat every time he's in a fight. Nah, I mean. Name one person he beat up.
0: Listen, he holds his own in certain scenes. But if you go back to the beginning, it's really funny when he's like, hey, take a look around. Or the other guy is like, hey, take a look around. There's three of us and one of you. And he says, all right, well, get a couple more guys and then it'll be an even fight. fight. And they just pummel him. And he is thrashed. He's got
1: the confidence. I'll give him that.
0: I mean, it's what makes the character the character. Yeah. Like he's just kind of an arrogant asshole and like you see it time after time when he's like um the captain, I forget his name. Pike Yes, thank you. Um, tells him, you could be an officer in four years. You'll have your own ship at eight. And he's like, I'll do it in three. three.
1: Look, that was my running thing. I kept saying, I was like, I was hitting, I was like, look, he did it in three. He did it in three. <laughs> he's
0: like, yes. I was like,
1: he did it. Like yes. I was so excited. I was waiting for that, that three-year mark, which was so good. And he managed to save Pike at the end, too. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, I think that was the thing about getting Spock to be, to show that he was emotionally compromised was that Jim like wanted to follow orders and go back and get pike so yeah yeah
1: um okay so i let's just let's talk about it let's talk about chris pine let's talk about jim kirk um i started off being like you're an ass you're arrogant like you're so annoying but chris pine was doing great playing that character he plays an asshole really well
0: yeah he does
1: i <laughs> he- so well it made me like not like him <laughs> Like not not in this movie, I mean in others, which is what has led me to that. Okay. It's like, but he's really good at it, and I can appreciate his acting and yeah. be like, Yes, you're good. Um But what I, I I really loved his evolution through this movie. I loved how he came out. Um, like at the end of it. And when he <laughs> when he straight up got when Spock yeeted him off the ship, <laughs> which was so funny. But also at the same time, like, yo, Jim knows like Jim like knows what is going on, especially with the lightning storm situation. Right. And he was like, No, it's a trap. And I was like, Yo, go tell him. Like, yeah. you know. And um they yeeted him out, and then you get like older Spock. And then when Spock is like referring to him as like old friend, and he's like, Well, buddy, I think you're confused because we are in no way friends. And I was like, Oh, but you will. And that made me really happy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, Because I loved Spock. And I was like, and I like you. So I'm like, you know, be besties. Yeah.
0: Which you see at the end, um, after their whole, like, journey together, Kirk is captain, and Spock comes in and is like, first do you coming? need a first mate? Yeah.
1: Oh. So good. Like, a first officer or whatever. Um, speaking of the first officer thing, I did love when Spock quit, when he was like, I am emotionally compromised. I can no longer be the captain. And they're like, well, now what? We don't have a captain. He's like, we don't have a first officer. And he's like, actually, we do. Pike made him it. And then Kirk sat in the chair, and he was yeah. like, what up, bitches? Yeah. I'm the captain.
0: <laughs> And then he, oh my god, okay, I think this comes later, but just speaking of Kirk as captain, like, <laughs> my one of my few complaints about the movie is <laughs> when he sits down and he's like, "Um, they had already rerouted to go back to the Romulan ship and get Pike, and he kind of is like, giving this message on the intercom to the ship and he's like this is what we're going to do we're going to go get pike blah, blah blah either they're going down or we are i was like way to inspire confidence
1: <laughs> i mean he's honest and i like that about him yeah i did think it was a little sneaky of spock like future spock to be like if i if me and spock come face to face the entire world will implode essentially just to kind of trick him yeah because i liked when when our spock was talking to future spock later and was like why didn't you just come tell me yourself and he was like oh i kind of tricked him he's like but why And he's like because he needed to you know figure out you you two needed to work, work together. together yeah and i was like oh they're gonna be besties <laughs> i loved it like their friendship especially seeing where they started and i'm like oh, i just love that they became friends at the end yeah it made me really happy I also love that future Spock called it his ship. He was like, you need to go and take control of your ship.
0: Yeah, because he already knew. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, later when Kirk and Spock are kind of like making the plan to go and get Pike. And Spock is like, I would cite regulation, but you would just disagree. And Kirk is like, see, we're getting to know each other. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, and when they were like fighting and um, Spock was going in to do his little mind thing. And uh, Kirk was like... I'll cover you. And Spock was like, "Will you?" And he's like, "Yeah, I got you." And I was like, "Oh." So Spock's like, "I don't fucking trust you." Yeah. And then he did and then he covered him. Yeah. I was like, "It's so cute." Um and then later when uh or maybe it was later or maybe it was before, but Kirk made some sort of decision when it came to Nero and the and the ship and whatever. And Spock was like, "What are you doing?" And he was like, "Well, I'm doing this. I thought you'd appreciate it. The lo- I'm being logic. I thought you'd appreciate it." He was like, in this moment, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, look time. at you two switching roles. Really cute. Speaking of narrow, you you know that's Eric Bana that plays him? Who's that? Eric Bana is in The Time Traveler's Wife pl- in the original movie.
0: Well, I know that he's in a lot of things. Like, he's in Grey's Anatomy. Like, he is
1: in a lot of things. But yeah. But that's who I know him from.
0: I didn't know his name.
1: And I knew when I was watching it. I was like, who are you? Like, you're very familiar to me. Mm. Um.
0: He's very interesting as a villain and as a character. I love when he's like (laughs) in the very beginning when he hails Pike and I don't know why, but I just always found the time, like the comedic timing of it funny where he's just like, hi, Christopher, I'm Nero. (laughs) Like
1: why? Like what? He's just so over it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, speaking of Nero, so this brings me to what I, I loved the storyline in Star Trek, and I'm, like, so intrigued if it's, like, this across the board, is I love a time travel aspect in a storyline, especially, like, well, obviously it only happens in sci-fi, like, you know, I love that. Um, it was giving very much, like, Star Wars meets X-Men, because X-Men is a lot of time traveling, mm. and then they were in space, so I was, like, Star Wars. Um, but I loved that, so whenever Spock initially was saying like you know maybe they're from the future and they were like well this is just ridiculous and he said a really cool line of like if you disregard the impossibility of something anything is possible or whatever yeah it was something along those lines and I was like oh and then it clicked for me I was like N- Nero is from the future when his planet does get destroyed because Pike was like what are you talking about like it's out there it's there yep he was like, don't tell me when, you know, all this stuff freaking out. And I was like, oh, my God, he came back in time. I was like, and he's blaming Spock, which means Spock in the future must have said something. At the time, Spock was captain. So I was like, Spock was the captain of, you know, the ship. And he was supposed to protect all the planets. And he failed. And now this guy holds him accountable, like, responsible. Um,
0: Yeah, because when he first um, meets or, like, is hailing the Enterprise, he's like is spock on board and spock stands up and it's like i don't believe we've been acquainted <laughs> like, and he's like <laughs> he says not yet oh yeah and so um he says there's something that i want you to see and we don't know what that is until we all and spock come to the realization it was... that it was the destruction of my home planet yeah so then later we see um when future Spock does the mind control thing to Jim and he's like, this is what happened in my real timeline. Um, And then with all of the black holes and all of the back and forth that like the Romulans came through and then what was five seconds for me was like 20 years or something like that for them. So they've been waiting. And so that's when we see that like there's all that time jumping and that's why they're looking for spock because they still want vengeance
1: oh yeah and that's when when Nero, like in the beginning he was like spock is here or like spock is back or something and i was like that's when i was like spock bad i was like really confused but that makes sense because future spock finally landed in that timeline or whatever right and that's when it happened but so it seems like because what we found out from future spock was that george kirk was alive and never died because nero oh, never killed him yeah And in the original timeline. And so that makes sense if, you know, they were waiting 20 years for Spock to land wherever they were. They were just attacking all the ships, you know, kind of awaiting for his arrival or his birth, whichever came first, I guess. Right. And then it's just kind of, like, messed up that, like, both Spocks had to watch their planet just get destroyed. I mean, that's
0: rough. Well, and it, it just sucks that, like... I mean I get it like Nero watched his planet die his family die all that so he's like still on this vengeance seeking path but as soon as Pike says like this is a star date the planet is out there like all this stuff and he's still he's still going after Spock
1: yeah it's like you could go back to your planet and live happily and all stuff, but, but also he just wants wh- revenge
0: he does but also like I kind of get it less about the planet and more about like the family because with the difference in time it seems like it's like at least 50 years yeah for sure um or at least the 30 years between like jim's birth and today yeah um because i think he's supposed to be roughly about 30 and so if like that day that the romulans fought the enterprise is around the time when the planet was destroyed and then the whole time jump happened then it's like you know you go forward and it's not even forward it's like a different universe
1: yeah it's completely different because when spock and nero came back they changed everything right like george kirk died him and spock weren't friends and he didn't become captain and initially he had to take it you right know?
0: so even though romulus is still out there his family's not there right um so i kind of get it in that sense yeah but um, the red matter, that's an intense weapon. Yeah. And they had like a whole... That Spock created. Well, yeah. But they had like so much of it. And then only a drop can like take up a whole planet.
1: Yeah, that's pretty wild. And another thing I love about Spock as a character is he just like you tell him something and he will be- like he believes it. <laughs> like, he didn't question future Spock at all, and specifically I'm talking about when him and Kirk go to the Romulan ship or whatever, and then Spock gets in that ship thing that he flies, and they're like, welcome back, Mr. Spock. Yeah. And he's just like, uh... he. <laughs> Kirk's like, you can drive this thing, right? And he's like, well, I have a feeling I already have. Yeah. And it's like, even then, he's just like, okay, there's some future time traveling shit going on. Yeah. And then he when knew. he saw Future Spock, not a question in his mind about it. He's like, why didn't you come tell me yourself? I would have believed, you know? And I'm like, you don't question anything. I'm like, you, like, I just, I love it. I'm like, you're the best. I love him so much. Oh my God. Also, that actor is really hot IRL. Zachary like, Quinto, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
0: I love when uh, McCoy's <laughs> McCoy's just, like, fed up with Spock shit. And he's, like, pointy-eared bastard. <laughs>
1: love McCoy. Okay, let's talk about Scotty.
0: Oh, my God. I love Scotty so much. So funny. He's so funny. It, like, the Scottish accent and just, like, his mannerisms. And, like, <laughs> when they get to the outpost and he's, like, I'm talking about food. Real food. <laughs> <laughs> you can eat, like, a bean and you're done
1: oh but like what about his little like alien friend that was like crying when he left yeah that was that really was sad. So sad
0: but then he, he got brought into the enterprise later yeah he's fine and then um they so future Spock gives him the equation for transwarp beaming that was a cool scene um which all of these things are things that i feel like happened in the original show and the movie just kind of with the timeline plot line it kind of gave us a reason to speed it up which i thought was cool and then um yeah so they beam onto the enterprise and scotty ends up in a water tank (laughs) which was so funny and then um he gets into onto the bridge with spock and everybody else and they're all like fighting or whatever and the tension in that room is so high and scotty's just like can i get a towel?" Yeah.
1: Well, I love after Spock and he's Kirk. Like, I like yeah, this ship. I like this ship. I <laughs> was excited. <laughs> I laughed so hard.
0: He's so funny. It was
1: the comedic relief we needed. A hundred percent. Like
0: I love him. And then even just his little stuff. Like later when they're like full fight scene, like trying to save the fucking ship and everyone on it and trying to blast out of this black hole. He's just like, "I'm giving her all she's got, yeah. Captain." <laughs> well, I don't think this is gonna work, but here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that scene was very
1: stressful. I was like, do something. Yeah. Well, and then that in-fight scene when Spock is in the ship and and Nero's, like, pointing every gun at him. I want Spock dead now. Yeah. Fire um, everything. I was. It was giving Kylo Ren in that scene in The Last Jedi when he's like, point every gun at that man more. Like, the <laughs> more scene, like, that big meme or whatever. It was giving that for sure. 100%. Um. But I was so stressed because I was like, if Spock dies right now, I will be so mad. yeah. So mad. And then the freaking ship shows up out of, like, its little invisibility situation it was in or whatever. I
0: don't know if you know this, but Fallon, like, sent me a Snapchat while you guys were watching it last night. Uh Uh-huh. And I was was really nervous because I was like, Bailey's just going to hate it just to hate it. And Uh which, no, you're not. You give it a fair chance. And so Fallon sends me a Snapchat, and I think it's mostly about... Like, the way that Kylo was, um, Kylo, your dog, was laying.
1: Oh, did you, like, hear me in the background? And I heard you in the
0: background. <laughs> well, I could hear the, the movie, which I know it so well. And so it was, like, um, the computer in the ship was, like, you're on a collision course. Yeah. Moments to impact or whatever. And then you're, like, no, if Spock dies, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> Literally. I was, like, Bailey's invested.
1: <laughs> I was so invested. There were parts when, like, I don't know if we were talking or we were eating or something was going on, but we missed, like, uh, it was the, it was the part when Spock was trying to figure out who these people are and what they want.
0: Like, on the ship,
1: it was when he first um, suggested the time travel thing. So it was very important. And we were listening, and then we kind of said something, but then we missed so much of it. And I, I was like, let's pause it. And then she was like, yeah, can we rewind, actually? Like, I missed some. So, like, <laughs> we were so into it. Oh, my God, I love that. And then even today, Fallon was texting me, like, Star Trek facts about the actors or whatever. And then she, we get home, and she's like, I've been thinking about Star Trek all day. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, same a little. Like, I told some coworkers I watched it for the first time. Oh, my God, like, I
0: love this. You guys should watch was, the second one.
1: It's with the same cast? Yeah. Okay, I was looking at it. No, there was a second one because I will watch the second one. I should didn't know there was one.
0: It's called Star Trek Into Darkness. Okay. And it's with Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, and Zoe Saldana's in it. And it's a little bit – I think you'll like the second one because it's a little bit like Star Wars in the sense that, like, um, basically there's somebody from the Federation that is corrupt. Ooh. And is working for like quote unquote the dark side.
1: Ooh.
0: Love it. And then there's like people try to spy and there's a little there's a lot more like action, um, just because you already know the characters. So that's like McCoy's in it. Um, I think Scotty's in it. I haven't seen it in a really long time. But yeah, it's really good. Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch is in it. Oh, oh my god.
1: Benedict Cumberbatch.
0: I am just now remembering all the things that happened in this movie, and it is really good. Sulu's in it, Chekhov's in it, Scotty's in it. You gotta watch it.
1: Check off, got it <laughs> on there. I love that kid. No, it was really good. I will watch the second one. I will watch this movie again. I really enjoyed it. I'm so glad. Yeah, thanks for the recommendation. Oh, I'm so glad. Now I gotta think of something that you need to watch that you haven't.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a few things I feel like that we've talked about on the podcast. Um,
1: Are you my friend who's never seen Back to the Future?
0: Yeah yeah unfortunately it's rough. rough you know what movie's going around tiktok that i've never seen that i feel like i should have watched by mm-hmm. now rent
1: oh yeah i don't even think i finished it yeah i just feel like it's one of those ones that everybody references i know all the songs
0: from i it, do too but but like i don't know speaking of idina menzel disenchanted
1: <laughs> oh i haven't watched no it's I not think out it, yet
0: no i think it just it came out. out it
1: did just come out yeah
0: Anyways, that that was just a random <laughs> rabbit trail in my head.
1: <laughs> is she in that? I mean, apparently.
0: Yeah. What are you talking about? Idina Menzel is um, the girl who is dating Patrick Dempsey's character when... Oh, my God. You're right. You know what is I'm she... talking about? Yeah. Oh, the whole cast is back. James Marsden, Patrick Dempsey. Why is she Dempsey. back, though?
1: She, like, they broke up.
0: No, she got with James Marsden. Oh.
1: <gasps> oh my god yeah (laughs) speaking of james marston why do i know
0: so much about this i
1: don't i literally don't know (laughs) um speaking of james marston um the third and final season of dead to me came out a couple weeks ago
0: is he in that yes oh
1: um and i'm a little behind so i just started watching it and i'm a couple episodes in um but it's good but that made me think of him because he's
0: in it i love him he's great 27 Dresses, Hairspray, Best of Me. Boom. That's a career.
1: Also, X-Men. I know you haven't seen them, but he's really good in X-Men, too. Okay, cool. So good. Yeah, well yeah. I'm so
0: glad you watched Star Trek.
1: I know. Honestly, i watched it again. I really enjoyed it. All night, like, when we were saying goodnight to each other, like, me and my roommates, like, we were just doing the finger thing. <laughs> live long and prosper. Except we were saying live, laugh, love, prosper. <laughs> of <laughs> so, course. Live, laugh, love, and prosper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, follow us on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at subtitles on our podcast, and on Twitter at S O O O podcast. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>